Slow down, you move too fast. On the wall in my office is a picture of the artist Georgia O'Keeffe. Came with a page of stamps of her famous painting of a poppy, and it was given to me by a dear, dear friend of mine who knows how much I love her art. The picture has a quote from her that I come back to time and again. She once said, Nobody sees a flower, really. It is so small. We haven't time. And to see takes time. Like to have a friend takes time. To have any real relationship with another person takes time in our life. And time, as we all know, time is a precious resource. Our time is demanded from so many different angles, with so many different things, activities and obligations, fill our lives, appointments and meetings and dinner parties and gatherings and rallies and all sorts of things demand our time. Soccer games and baseball games and basketball games. So many parents consider themselves to be just a taxi service to the different things that are eating up the time of their children. Our time is sucked up even by devices that are supposed to make our lives easier. Our iPhones and Blackberries and smartphones and computers. And those devices that are supposed to make our lives more fun, the video games, the Wii and all those things, they suck up our time and we sit ourselves in front of them and, and lose hours that we could be spending having a friend, seeing the flowers. We run out of time for all of the important things by doing all of the urgent things. We run out of time to see the flowers, to smell the flowers, to make friends to keep friends, to really be with people, to spend time with the people that we love because we are spending our time on all of the busyness around us. Relationships suffer when this happens. Our spirits suffer when we don't give people in our lives the space, the attention, and the time that we need our lives Suffer for this. So slow down. You move too fast. We need sometimes to press the pause button. We need sometimes to stop the busyness of our lives for a moment every now and then. Just for a moment. We can't stop it all the time. But just for a moment every now and then to press pause in our lives and reassess what really matters. Re-examine what we are missing out on in all of our rush and our hurry. Today's reading, I wrote, thinking, what, 13, 14 years ago, when my life had become so full that I was not spending the time with my friends that I needed to in order to renew my spirit. That, That sacred time in the slowness and stillness of summer that I spent just being with the people that I loved, the people that I had chosen to surround myself with as friends. That, and not spending that time was eating away at me. 
it was, something was missing in my life. My spirit was not whole. I was suffering, and I realized it. It took, it took an essay published in a newspaper in Durham, North Carolina, to get me back into the habit of pressing that pause button in the afternoon just to spend time with the people that I love. Today, I'd like to recommend a practice to you. I'd like to recommend to you something that William Powers, in his book Hamlet's Blackberry, calls the Walden Zone. Many of you are familiar with Walden, the book written by Henry David Thoreau, in which he spent a year living in a small cabin in the woods outside Concord, Massachusetts, the site of which our coming-of-age youth visited just this past May. Thoreau said this about his time in the woods. He said, I went to the woods because I wanted to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life, and to see if I could not learn what it had to teach, and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear. Nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it is quite necessary. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life. There were things in Thoreau's life that were getting in the way of his living. There are things in all of our lives that are getting in the way of our living. Now, I want to clear up a major misconception about Walden and Thoreau today. Thoreau was not trying to escape civilization in his cabin in the woods. No, far from it. He built his cabin close enough to the town of Concord that he could go in and visit his friends whenever he wanted to. He, in fact, threw parties in his cabin in the woods. In his 8-foot by 10-foot cabin in the middle of the woods, he had dozens of people out for parties at, at a time. He threw parties in the woods. He was not spending a year by himself in isolation from all of civilization. He was just trying to create a place where his life could be lived deliberately, where all of the choices he made about who he was going to spend time with and how he was going to spend his time, all of those choices could be made on purpose and not made by the busyness around him in the town center. A busyness that I'm sure is even busier now that the town center is filled with coffee shops and cars and Wi-Fi, things that didn't necessarily exist in Thoreau's time. He wanted to get just enough, just enough distance from the busy life of his day so that he could examine what in his life was worth keeping. So what then is a Walden zone as Mr. Powers puts it, a Walden zone is a room in our house where no screens of any kind are allowed. No screens of any kind. No TV screen, no computer screen, no smartphone screen, no dumb phone screen, no screens of any kind are allowed in the Walden zone. Now, some of you might be saying, I have a tiny apartment I don't have space in my apartment or in my house for for an entire room with no screens. I have so many screens, after all. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be a permanent installation in your house. It could be 
a, a zone in your home that turns into the Walden zone on the appointed day of the week. Sunday, maybe. A day many religions take as a Sabbath or Saturday. Or maybe one night each week if you're not ready to commit a whole 24 hours to screenless living in one room of your house. Thursday night is family night in the Walden room and no screens of any sort will be turned on. My friends Amy and Kevin have such a room in their house. When they moved to Elkhart, Indiana, where Amy is now the minister of our Unitarian Universalist congregation, they bought a house that had a room in the basement that was decorated uh, last sometime in the mid-1970s. And Amy described this room to me as a time machine room, that you walked in and there was wood paneling on three of the walls and one of those giant photo murals of a woods on the fourth wall and a big green shag carpet on the floor and it was like walking through a time machine right back to 1975. And so Amy and Kevin, you know, looked at this room and they said, what are we going to do with this room? You know, they didn't necessarily have the money to rip it out and start redecorating. And so they said, you know what? We're going to enjoy the 1975 room. This is going to be our Walden room. This is going to be the electronics free room in our house. We're going to put a sofa in here and a card table and some board games. You remember board games? Does anyone remember board games? Probably no one under 40 remembers board games at this point. Board games, things that don't require screens, things that don't require plugs. The only thing in that room that requires electricity are the lamps. And the, the big mural of the woods was perfect to get that feeling of distance from their lives. And the, the outdated decor was perfect to get that, that distance that they needed from the 2011 life that was happening in their house. And so that room became a room where family interaction is not mediated by machines, but happens naturally. A room where, where conversations happen, where the family gathers on a regular basis to play cards with one another, or just to sit and talk, maybe to do homework, the kind of homework that doesn't need to be done on a computer, and to do it with one another and to help one another with it. It's the Walden room in their house. You might not have the shagadelic 70s throwback room in your basement, but surely somewhere in your house you have a spot where the screens can remain off, even for a moment each week. And human interaction can take place, not mediated by text messages and our thumbs or handheld Wii controllers guiding virtual things that are bowling on the screen. Powers writes, the point of the Walden zone is not to withdraw from the world, but within the world. Everyone needs a little Walden, he advises us. Everyone needs a time and a place to get a little distance from the busyness of our lives, the appointments, the calendars, the dinging computers and the pinging smartphones. We all need a place and a time in our lives where we have distance from that so we can remember 
who and what really matters. Taking time in our lives to smell the flowers seemed to me to be an appropriate message for this day on which we celebrate the Flower Festival. In the Flower Festival, which we will honor in just a few moments, we will learn that each flower represents a person with whom we are in community. We will be asked to treat the flower that we get with care, the care that we would use to treat another person, the care that we would use to treat a person whom we loved. Taking time to smell the flowers, then, can be a metaphor, a metaphor for taking the time to really be with other people in our lives, to really be with them, to care for them, to love them, to be in a relationship with them, to have a conversation, to get at the deepest things in our lives and not the things that keep us at the surface. Who do you need to pause the busyness of your life in order to spend more time with? Who do you need to spend more time with by turning off the screens, large and small, hitting the pause button and creating a space where you can just be with them. Slow down. You move too fast. Take time to smell the flowers. May it be so.